You better strike your best. That's right, Heisman pose. You know, a little jazz fact for you. The Heisman Trophy is actually modeled off of an NYU football player. That's right, Ed Smith in 1934. We ain't serving up Ed Smith. We're serving up Gianni. Now, she was an NYU graduate who worked at the Heisman Trophy Awards as well as the Grammys. Learn about her story and her amazing journey. I hope you guys enjoy. Do it! Great jazz and calls. Here we have today, serving up, we have uh, Gianni, uh, an NYU graduate who um, worked on, you know, presenting the Grammys and the Heisman Awards and uh, learned how she came from a small island to the biggest city in the world. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me, Ray. Nice to see you again. Yes, nice outside to see nice you. <laughs> yeah, outside the classroom. Right, we were we were NYU classmates in uh, you know sports management classes and uh, yeah and a couple couple different uh, professors right a couple different classes we had each other we were, we were partners for a couple projects. Yep, yep. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and eventually you made the switch out of the sports you know management department into you know uh, the entertainment field and uh, everything else and even though they kind of do branch off each other. Um, so can you talk about that switch a little bit? Just changing majors, was that midway through your your college, college career? Yeah, honestly, it was one of the hardest decisions I made in college just because sports has always been a part of my life. And I knew I always wanted to work in sports. Like that's where my passion lies. And so I studied it. And then I, you know, had a lot of conversations with people and looking at my my dream jobs. And, you know, I realized that, yes, I'm super interested in sports, but I'm super interested in entertainment as a whole. You know, how music relates to sports, how advertising and media um, relates to sports. And, you know, I was like, OK, well, what are my strengths? Like, I like to speak. I like to talk a lot. I wanted to be like the next Aaron Andrews, you know, that wasn't going to happen. But um, so then, yeah, I pivoted and realized that I wanted to work in entertainment and just understand the entire business of entertainment and then bring it back to sports. You know, at, at the end of the day, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to end up. But it was a great transition because it opened up a lot of doors for me um, while still bridging my passion for sports, um, you know, doing those internships and um, worked with NBC, like you said, that Heisman and and Grammy, so quite quite fun stuff, but but a hard switch for sure. Yeah, yeah, you definitely packed that resume up. Um, but they do go <laughs> they do go hand in hand, you know, the entertainment, just just the behind the scenes thing, you know, producing the shows, yeah. whether it's, you know, um, one of one of the big things that they talked about was you know the producers of of you know the NFL and and everything and how important they were to the game. Um, just, you know, putting it on TV, getting those camera angles. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what what was the, the biggest, if not, you know, the biggest similarity between, you know, the entertainment and the, and the sports field? Hmm. I mean, they are they're very different, but they're very 
I wouldn't say similar, more so um, they relate to each other and kind of almost need each other. You know, like you can't have a Super Bowl ad that, you know, doesn't have the right music or, you know, using um, sports celebrities and athletes as, you know, the influencers and marketers towards these um, either songs or products or whatever. So I wouldn't say that, you know, there's a major similarity versus um, a sort of bridge between the two. You know, how do you make entertainment work with sports? And I mean, in, sports is entertainment, you know, so they have to work hand in hand in all different realms. And that's why, you know, understanding all those different parts of the business is super important if I wanted to go back and work in it versus going in and, you know, working behind the scenes as a 23-year-old um, right off the bat, I feel like I'd almost be pigeonholing myself. Um, so that's why, you know, I wanted to branch out into other realms. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going to NYU, it's it's kind of in your blood, huh? Your, your mother went to NYU and everything, huh? The Reuben Hall for the first two months of my life. <laughs> and then 20 years later, luckily did I know I'd be just down the block um, my freshman year. So, yeah. Definitely following someone in front steps. And now I'm working for, you know, the same company she works for. Not related to sports, unfortunately, but we'll get there. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, you know, you also you also come from uh, come from Guam, right? You you uh, you lived there for five years, five years. So um, how was that like transition, you know, from a small island and then, uh, you know, you ended up what, moving to Jersey or moving to the city? Uh, actually, I don't think you knew this. I, I lived in South Florida for a long time. So that's why I'm a like a diehard Miami Heat fan. Um, so yeah, I went to my I lived in uh, Fort Lauderdale for a while. And then yeah, then Jersey. So now I'm a Jersey girl, and then went back to New York. So but now from all this, I'm back home for a little bit. God knows. <laughs> um, but that transition, going back to your question, um, from Guam, yeah, I mean, I felt like, you know, li literally living the Moana dream. Like, it's a paradise. Like, life is slow. Everything's chill. Everyone's nice. And then you go to New York, yeah. and you're kind of just thrown into the middle of, like, the wild. And you kind of have to fend for yourself. And honestly, that's probably why I like it so much is, like, I'm constantly, you know, personally developing um, in, in so many different areas and um, academically, educationally, whatever. Um, and and now I can't get away from New York. Like I just, I'll, I'll be here for however long. Um, but it's nice to go back to Guam every now and then, you know, it's my home. It'll, it'll always be a part of me, but there's something about the fast pacedness of New York that I crave. Yeah, yeah. Was there any other uh, schools that you're interested in, you know, get, going into college? So, honestly, I want to say yes. Like, I, I was really interested in, like, Duke. I was a Duke fan in, like, high school. Um, but I visited NYU, and, like, that was my first school that I visited. And I went to their information information session, and I was like, this is it. Like, this is my school. Like, I thought I, oh, actually, I almost went to Penn State. I was, like, basically declared there. And that was the hard choice, too, because I was like, I 
want the typical, you know, sorority life where we go to football games, like every weekend, tailgate, the whole lot. And then like NYU, no football team. Um, like what? And yeah, so I chose NYU and I was like, it's okay. I can go to like professional games and whatnot. So short that was trip to Rutgers, short, short train yeah. rides to Rutgers football. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I'm, I'm like missed out on I think I mean I'm sure you understand <laughs> oh yeah yeah completely completely um so uh you you didn't play a sport at NYU you're solely uh you know a, a student right no actually I didn't I didn't play for any of the varsity teams because we didn't have a lacrosse I was a lacrosse player in high school we didn't have have a lacrosse varsity team we had a club team so I joined the club team for a year but yeah and then I joined like a volleyball intramural abroad in Italy so yeah no no nothing like crazy but it was something yeah how was studying abroad how was how was the academics differently what, what did you get from that experience academics weren't really a thing abroad <laughs> <laughs> your academics were you know figuring out where your next trip is going to be on the weekend. <laughs> so I went to like nine different countries and like 50 cities during my four months there. Incredible. Like I highly recommend if like anyone's watching who's in college now, like it's an invaluable experience that you may never get ever again. So that was probably the highlight of college. Yes, yeah, studying abroad, just getting a new new sense of feel of a different area and it's like it's not even it's not like you're on vacation there but you're actually in it and living in there and I always thought that was fascinating yeah yeah and I I know I'm named after the you know fellow Italian Gianni Versace so kind of going back to my roots <laughs> <laughs> there you go your roots roots for sure um, so knowing the sports industry right it, it's so competitive and there's so many outlets you could do what was something that you did during college, you know, just to build up that, that, you know, so to say street cred or, you know, build up your resume, you know, getting those opportunities to work at the Grammys and the Heisman trophies. What were some steps you took for that? Yeah, that's a great question. Cause there were a lot of steps and I don't know, I'll probably miss a few. Um, and it starts from really early on, you know, you kind of have to hustle really early. I feel like a lot of mistakes that freshmen make is like, this is my freshman year, like, let's, let's party, let's do this and whatnot. And like, yes, I did that. But I also had my head on the straight and like, you know, what are all the clubs I want to join? Join all of them. Do any internship your freshman year and like, just get as many experiences as you, as you can, because, you know, these companies aren't going to be looking for, have you held a job for three years in college? No, they want to see that you've had these different experiences. And now, like understand what you want to do um, and have all these different skill sets. Um, and one big thing that I did, um, which is a little more specific, was I joined a business fraternity in NYU. I was debating whether or not to join a sorority or this. Um, so hard choice there. But I uh, don't regret it because I learned so many skills there that I would have not learned if I didn't do that. You know, I wasn't, I'm into business now, but I wasn't a stern major. So I was almost like lacking those technical skills that those people develop. Um, but joining that fraternity, like helped me with the interview process, helped me build my resume from the ground up starting, you know, my first month at NYU. Um, and then having those 
um, networks and relationships and continuing to like hone in on those and nurturing them because those you never know when you're going to need somebody or you know when you can call up a connection to hook you up with whoever and like that's how I got the Grammys the Grammys I got with a professor at NYU she was on the board of CMA the country music awards she's like um, you know because does anyone want to help out with the Grammys obviously raise my hand like yeah yeah and like the funny part with that one was I was just supposed to be one of those people that like you know escorts the guests going down the red carpet and like getting them their interviews and whatnot and um I ended up just pretending like I was someone important <laughs> and you straight up, I straight up walked down the red carpet and made it into the Grammys so like hush hush but it's not that difficult um <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take risks that's yeah. what it's about <laughs> yeah so that's a step taking risks and just going for it like you're in your 20s like now is the time to do all those things um the smart way so yeah joining clubs getting all those experiences and taking risks that's interesting you know a business fraternity uh I, I don't know if that's just an nyu thing i know like a couple of wrestlers were in a business fraternity and uh, me being a, a hard-nosed wrestler, I was like, ah, oh, fraternity, <laughs> fraternity Greek life, none of that. But it is very important um, making those connections, I'm sure. Um, so, like, the business fraternity was, like, guys and girls, and it was, like, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was strictly, you know, you know, not the partying aspect, but it was the major thing was to get an opportunities for, you know, your career. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I'm not saying, like, everyone joined a business fraternity. Like, like you said, like, your wrestling community, that's a community fraternity within itself. And those are the connections that you'll carry on, you know, forever, like Bruce, keeping contact with Bruce and all those people, you know, you never know when you'll need them down the road. Yeah. So that's super important, especially for people that don't want to play a sport in college and they're, they, they're scrambling around. Oh, maybe I should join Greek life, a sorority yeah. fraternity. There's yeah. so many other options, right? So many. Yeah. You just have to be resourceful and like figure out, you know, what works for you. What's your path? And it's difficult to figure out as a freshman. So that's why I like join as many as possible. And I was a part of so many different clubs my first year. And then in like when I went into senior year, I was only really a part of like two hardcore clubs. And you figure that out as you go on. You I know? like that. I like that. Join as many as you can. Yeah. Yep. That's what I tell a lot of the freshmen now in college, like do as much as you can. You know, the answer to every question you don't ask is always a no. <laughs> so go meet new people, find new, new passions. Cause you know, a lot of, a lot of things, you know, a lot of passions that you may have, you might've not even found yet. Right. Exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm sure you got interested in something probably didn't even know existed until you joined that club or something right yeah no literally what I'm doing right now I didn't know was a job career for me prior to that you know um yeah yeah that's interesting especially you know a lot of people coming out of college they they don't know what they want to do but like you said in the sports field entertainment field there's so many branches that you could go off of yeah. um yeah. So what, before the, the whole, you know, pandemic thing, what, what was your day to day? What, what were you doing and what was kind of like your title? Yeah. So I'm currently a consultant for um, a firm called Ernst & Young. Um, and I'm a, I work on digital, large scale enterprise, digital transformations. So, you know, I go into a big, big company 
and look at the processes that are going on across the board, whether it's the marketing division, whether it's the finance. <clears throat> and we see, you know, is there a way that we could automate in what's going on in the business in order to um, save money for the company and increase the bottom line? Um, so it's very technical than what I was doing in college. Like this, like all the classes I took in college don't relate at all to what I'm doing now. You learn on the job. Um, but what I really like about this career path for now is that every single day I'm working on new projects that make huge, a huge difference in businesses and industries. Um, and it's something super relevant. You know, I love innovation. I love technology. Um, so, yeah. Um, so my day to day was traveling Monday to Thursday to client site and then coming back to New York Friday. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Still just not the traveling part. <laughs> yeah. Just the digitally part, huh? That's, that's pretty, part. <laughs> that's pretty interesting that, um, you know, you necessarily didn't use, you know, what you learned in college. It was just more of like a on-site, you know, on job learning and, that's super important too. Even though you didn't use what you did, it was important to learn how to be coachable and, and you know use your resources, right? Yeah, and I think that's where NYU prepares you for you know a lot is because like you're you have to be mature right away. You're thrown into the real life. You don't live on a real campus, um, and you like some classes did help me. I mean, I, I'm not saying not all of them. Um, <laughs> like the ones that really helped me, and the ones that I still think about to this day was like my public speaking classes that got me out of my shell, you know, and made me voice my opinions in a more cohesive way than I would have if I didn't. Or like, I'm really into entrepreneurship and I took one Tisch class and it was entrepreneurship. And that taught me public speaking skills. It taught me the business behind like how all these startups are created. And um, that's super intriguing to me. So, yeah. Yeah, well, what's also cool about NYU is they make you have an internship. Um, I remember I had an internship with Mario Mercado, shout out Batois, and uh, he made me learn the entrepreneur lifestyle, you know, we yeah. lived that style, getting an invention, learning how to create a business, social media marketing, how to, you know, human resources, talking to customers, you know, talking to inventors, learning how to invest. Um, yeah. How important was those internships for you? Oh, my God. So important. So important. That, those were the skills that I, like, still use to this day, you know? And that's why it's, like, you know, have as many of those experiences, like we keep saying, like, as many as possible. Because, like, you learn how to talk to different people, different people from different cultures, different people with different ranks. Um, and there is a big, big... Um, I don't know, you have a competitive advantage when you have those skills, especially in the career I'm in right now. You know, a lot of people who don't do well in consulting are those that are, are have very good, a very good resume and can do all these technical skills. But if you can't translate that in a conversation and talk about the different strategies that you've come up with, then how is anyone going to know what you're thinking? Um, how are you going to help these businesses thrive? Um, yeah, so those internships are what helped me um, excel in what I'm doing right now. And I took everything, like I had to said, my public speaking, my entrepreneurship, my internships, and I joined our internal EY um, global, it's basically a Shark Tank competition where we get a big client and we have to propose a new business solution. And it was like four or 500 people or something like that. And ultimately my team won. And that came because 
We won, we worked together as a team super well. We came up with an innovative solution and were able to communicate it and translate it well. That was received by the client. Um, and so that was really, really cool. That bridged a lot of what I took from college. Right. Yeah. And you say, and you being that, you know, interested in entrepreneurship, you know, being an entrepreneur, you need to use resources, right? Yeah. You know, uh, that was a major thing I learned. Like, you know, the guy that I was working for, Mario, it wasn't like he was, you know, he had this product, but he didn't really know. It. He, he wasn't a master of marketing. So he went to a marketing guy, you know, he wasn't that great at digital, or whatever. He went to a, you know, a digital guy. Yeah. And that's su- super important to use all the branches, especially living in New York City. You can literally to hop and to skip away from from someone that you need. <laughs> yeah. My mom calls it having your own personal board of advisors. You know, who who are you going to call when you have this big grandiose idea, this business idea? Who can you call that's going to give you that, you know, honest critique that will take you to the next level um or just whether you need just regular business advice and like yeah, I, I, I'm always writing down these business ideas and like people who I've been in contact with. Like, this is literally like my notebook, my big notebook of big ideas. Big ideas. Get yourself a big <laughs> ideas notebook, everyone. Not, <laughs> not like me. I, I keep no. I just write notes down all the time. I'm, I'm really bad with it. They're all big like, ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of good ideas. You know, I'm sure if I combine them, they'll be big ideas. But. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, so, um, so your dream job, right, is to be a, a C, CMO for the NFL, huh? That is correct. It's it's been my dream job forever now. Besides, the yeah, after I threw away the Aaron Andrews one, yeah, that the next part I was like, let me be, you know, I want, that's my goal. And I made it. Yes, it is a reach, but it is something attainable because. The way I crafted it was like, let me research like previous CMOs in the NFL. What are they up to? What are they doing to not necessarily mirror what they're doing, but just, you know, see if I'm on the right track, seeing if I'm developing the right skills in order to get this job. Um, and what I found was, so the previous, the current um, CMO is Tim Ellis, and he came from Activision. I think he was a CMO of Activision. So entertainment, right? We're going into sports. And then the previous one from him was a girl um I forgot her name Dawn I believe something like that and she was a consultant at UI literally what I'm doing and um so that's why I was like okay you know I think I'm on the right path of like developing these skills and like continuing to um work to that path but it, it's it's you have to learn so much and like yeah um, but, but that's cool. Cool. You're, you're putting yourself in their shoes already. Like you said, you're, you're, you're at a company in a position that, you know, uh, someone that had that goal, you know, already, already, you know, achieved that goal is doing, and that's important. And yeah. even, even for sports people, you know, people still competing or outside, you know, it's always important to look at those people's at a high level that you want to be in. Not saying, like you said, copy them, but find their, find their techniques and their flaws and that's that's yeah, super interesting yeah. that you pointed out that's that's yeah. that's really interesting especially career-wise right mm-hmm. you know find that career that you want see who has that position see their tendencies see what got them there see the yeah. mistakes that they made so you could capitalize on it right and actually now that we're talking about it um i was like in the middle of drafting like a cold email to to tim ellis himself do you just say like can we get a conversation going you know, I'm really interested in what you do. Like, I just want to learn more because those 
people are get really scared about cold emailing and and reaching out but a lot of the times those higher up people are, like will be the ones to reach out and say like yeah I, I have that time like let's let's do it you might be surprised so just send a thousand emails if you get one back that's that's a win. <laughs> there it is. It's all about all about this, all about getting in touch with people. Don't be afraid to get in touch with people and reach out. Was like I said, what's the worst thing happen? They say no or they don't answer. Someone exactly. back another month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's super important. Um, so you know, you're very entrepreneur now. What what are some other things that you have going going now with with you know the whole pandemic and you know getting getting your steps up to that goal of of CMO. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm working on like a couple projects. I mean, I've always, I'm kind of doing all the mini projects I wanted to do when I was not in this current situation. Um, so I'm starting a blog, you know, it's called, it's, I haven't finalized anything yet, but it's going to be Miss Empire State of Mind. It's going to be stories and under a New York minute. Um, and yeah, under my, my lens, you know, being a female wanting to go into a extremely competitive industry that's you know male dominated um you know like what are the steps I'm taking um what's the mindset you need to have so studying that blog um baking you know a ton of <laughs> stuff making everyone in my house fat but also you know trying to work out it's hard I'm always in bulking season so especially now it's hard because all my weights that I have here are like super light so <laughs> Hey, you know. That's been hard. I'm just trying to eat as much as possible, which isn't that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're truly a boss lady right now. You know, Maybe, <laughs> you're not letting this quarantine go away. No, definitely not. Trying <laughs> <laughs> not to. All right. So, uh, any other projects you want to shout out? Like, um, for any listeners, you know, follow follow her blog once you do release it. Where else could people find you or ask questions, slide in your DMs? Oh God, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I'm pretty active on Instagram. You could definitely follow me on there, but that's just a ray of information and stuff about me. I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> business focused. Um, um, but yeah, be on the lookout for the blog. That'll be a little more tailored. Um, and then, yeah, those are the main projects right now. Work takes up a lot of hours. Like my job is literally 7 a.m. to I think I was up to like 3 a.m. yesterday. So not much um, wiggle room for other projects, unfortunately. But yeah. Yeah, you're making it happen, right? You have that goal. You have that dream job. You know, you're going to chase it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not taking a backseat. You're chasing it front yeah. and center. Let me go. And that those cold emails now. I need to go yeah. do that. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Ray. It was great talking to you. Great talking to you.